Welcome to the Gen Z Journey, where we work with you through an entrepreneurial lens to build a wholesome perspective on life and build both our business and personal dreams together. Join our community on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Gen Z Journey. Hello and welcome to another Gen Z Journey podcast as we move into our third and final episode in our three-part series on uh, finance. And this week we're discussing the topic um, of crisis preparation, and that's both in preparation for and during um, a, a crisis. So before we get on and, and dis- discuss this week's topic, I'd just like to get everybody to know that you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, and Instagram for all the updates on uh, the releases of our podcast, as well as the release of our articles and all the other exciting stuff that's going on um, at the Gen Z. And I'd like to let other people know as well, regular listeners, you can now find the podcast on YouTube. um, And we video all of the Zooms that we're doing, obviously, with with it being COVID at the moment. um, And you can find all of the kind of visual and audio um, over at YouTube. But without further ado, let's get on with this week's topic and get straight on to the wonderful article that Aaron wrote again this week. So Aaron, I start with the same question every time um, for these kind of discussion podcasts. What was your motives behind writing this article and why did you pick this title? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think uh, this one's pretty self-explanatory. We're currently in a pandemic and that idea of being in a pandemic and watching people struggle financially uh, it was kind of the motivation behind the article. Uh, you know, a lot of people are struggling financially or they're they're going to struggle financially. Someone like me that just graduated on Friday uh, last week uh, has no job. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. You know, it's, a, it's fun and I'm glad I graduated. But at the same time, you know, it's kind of scary because all the job offers I had uh, uh, were rescinded. And so now I don't really know where to go with this. And it's been a little bit of a difficult task trying to manage that and trying to figure out finances for the future. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure this is a, an article that a lot of people can relate to, particularly in the current times that we're in. Um, you know, we were just talking before this podcast and, and Joe highlighted that, yeah, we're five months into this now and, and there's no there's no business plan or for, for a business or there's no personal financial plan that can really um, it, it take into account for a five month leave of, of income or of a significant drop in, in income. So yeah, definitely uh, an article that I think a lot of people can relate to, unfortunately, um, in these times. But something that really struck me throughout this whole article as kind of a general overview when I was reading it, Aaron, is that um, yes, things can get very, very difficult and financial crisis occur in cycles, right? But one of the things that re- really occurred to me is it's all about the way in which you kind of approach your finances way before. You know, it's not about, you know, we're talking about preparing for a crisis and during a crisis and how to manage then, but actually that preparation starts way before and is not necessarily preparation in a sense of you're not preparing for the crisis you know like it's going to happen now but you're just managing your money well and you have your finances in order um that's what i really got from it would you say that's that's a big part of it as well yeah definitely i mean you can't really be prepared for a crisis without having well organized finances you know uh think about it in the sense of uh if you want to have money saved up, you have to understand how to be able to manage your money. You need to know how to be able to penny pinch uh, in certain occasions where you can save money, for example, like uh, buying groceries and cooking at home versus uh, getting takeout every night or something like that. Learning to 
be able to manage that in the long term ultimately prepares you for a crisis because you will have better understanding of your finances and how to how to be able to adjust your money accordingly based on the, whether you're in a crisis or not. Mm, mm, absolutely. And Joe, did you have anything to kind of add to that in terms of? You know, uh, the biggest and best companies that we've seen prepare themselves when it's good times we're preparing for the bad times. Most people, most companies that when they're riding the wave high, they just keep riding it and not thinking about it that the wave's gonna come down. So that's definitely preparing and then being smart looking ahead. Yeah, and I think it's partly as well, it's a lot to do with that kind of being humble. You know, the, the, the fact is that, yeah, it's, it's a great time right now, but you know, something may always happen or something will always happen. Um, and, and so to just bear that in mind and just not, not losing yourself in it is, is uh, definitely something to, to bear in mind. And that was the next thing I was going to ask you about, Aaron, is, is understanding the economy was one of the sections you put in there that was, that was pretty important as well. Um, and understanding these, these ideas of business cycles and um, e- economic cycles. And could you kind of just summarize some of them for, for our listeners? Yeah, yeah. First of all, sorry about the interruption. Uh, <laughs> I know I got distracted for a second. Life is uh, real. <laughs> uh, so uh, to kind of summarize a little bit of uh, each of those topics, uh, you, you mentioned first uh, business cycles and really understanding business cycles. Uh, uh, that's a big part of, uh, of being able to prepare yourself because, uh, you know, if you understand the business uh, and you manage yourself in the, in the sense of like a, a business, you know, you should understand uh, what, when things are going to be bought, when things are not going to be bought. Uh, really understanding just uh, uh, things like inventory turnover in your business and understanding how you're you're going in and out of inventory that can correlate to your life as well. Um, really understanding you know how quickly you blow through your money or how quickly you you use the assets that you have. Something like how how often do I need to buy toilet paper is something that would come up in that sense. Uh, that can be correlated to a business cycle. Um, economic cycles are really important to take into consideration. Uh, because that's really what marks uh, whether we're in a recession or not, whether our our economy is shrinking or it's expanding. You know, our last uh, our last contraction in the economy was in two thousand eight with the housing crisis, uh, and since then we've been we've been uptrending pretty much since uh, two thousand nine two thousand ten area we started uptrending again, and we've been on a on a good hot economy, but we're at the point where we're reaching that that slowdown. Uh, and in fact, we're we're turning negative, and so understanding uh, uh, that in moments like this, where uh, an economy is contracting and in the growth of an economy is not happening, that that's when you need your money the most, and uh, being able to just understand the ideas of uh, the basic economic uh, uh, activities is important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and kind of uh, that definitely relates as well to um, uh, another, another podcast with in, in our first week of this finance topic, actually, with Jedediah Collins, where we we're talking about kind of businesses is in every part of your life and can be applied to all parts of your life. And to be a CEO of, of your own life and your own finances to, is to mean to, to manage those things and, and to stay on top of them and and uh, yeah, be a CEO of, of your life and be in control and be in the driving seat. Um, 
And then also to, to reference another bit, and I'll, I'll get you to recap it slightly, but again, this was in the last week's topic about getting rid of bad debt. Um, and we spoke about kind of debt management last week uh, in the article and in the podcast, so you can you can head back to last week's if you want to have a listen to that one as well. Um, but yeah, could you just kind of summarize those points again of just reiterating kind of last week's content? Yeah, yeah. So... Uh... To kind of summarize it, bad debt is the, the, that expenditure of things that you don't necessarily need. Uh, it's like putting putting debt onto a credit card because you wanted to go on a vacation or buy that, that awesome new car or, um, I don't know, get the new iPhone. That, that kind of stuff is bad debt and it's things you don't really want to hold uh, with you, especially because most of that bad debt tends to have higher interest rates and high have a higher impact on your financials in the long term. So really being able to just uh, hunker down and pay those off as soon as possible and get rid of those is really important. Uh, And pretty much, you know, being able to understand the difference between having good debt and bad debt, you know, uh, having good debt is something like your house because even in uh, moments like a recession, you're gonna have equity in the house if you need some sort of cash. Uh, not to mention, you know, your house in the long term is always going to appreciate. So that would be a form of good debt. Absolutely. And Joe, I wanted to bring you in on this in terms of just the, the finan- financial implications of what's going on in the economy at the moment. You know, you were around in 2008. You, you, you know what that was like. You felt you felt it. You lived through it. What what um for you? How does the the current financial affairs kind of compare to that? What's similar? What's different? The what's similar is we're being hurt, but we're not all being hurt. In two thousand eight, it wasn't a worldwide, and I'm gonna say that's the difference here. Uh, and again, um, nobody has been in what I have seen and heard, to the best of my recollection. Five months totally shut down and then the world's still going on uh, and not just us here in the US other parts of the world that I don't believe we have ever ever witnessed so that as a business wise that's the big difference 2008 was uh, real estate in the US yes it has a domino effect around the world but in a different way. And um, Aaron, you could elaborate on that later. And that is because it's a chain effect. If we're hit here, how it affects the other side of the world. But by being shut down with no business, no sales, and then in Austria, no, no sales, that's the difference. In 2008, it was just in the U.S. Uh, it took the hit of real estate which is probably one of our strongest uh, financial uh, endeavors because that's probably your biggest purchase uh, of the lifetime, usually. So that that would be the difference. Yeah, yeah, and for someone in our generation, you know, to put it in a way that people might understand, uh, an example would be like you trying to pause a video game 
uh, while you're playing online with other people, you know, even though you put pause on your game, everything's still going and everything's still happening. So how do you pause your life for for this pandemic uh, while you have everything still happening? You still have to pay your mortgage. You still have to pay your your bills. You still have to support your children and buy food. Uh, you know, a lot of things are happening and you can't just press pause. So it's something that's unprecedented for sure. Uh, I'm just going to reflect on something I uh, was said a little bit earlier and I'm going to get off track a little bit, but not really. Uh, if we could compare this, we would say businesses are going through cycles, which go up and down. Think of this. If you were a company, let's say a ski company, you're open four months out of the year. That's a good business plan because they prepare themselves for eight months with no income and yet they can survive all year round. So, you know, a model like that is unbelievable. But when you have yearly sales, week after week after week, then you have to jump back to, oh my gosh, five months, no income. Nobody saw the train coming. Mm. Certainly, certainly. And the kind of the next area that I wanted to jump onto um, was, Kind of, you know, what we've been talking about is, you know, this is definitely a time of that's very unprecedented and everything. But what I don't want people to get the wrong idea about is, you know, we shouldn't be fearful. We shouldn't be fearful of finances. We shouldn't be fearful of, of preparing for for what is inevitable in a lot of cases. Um, and, you know, we, we talk about it. There's, yeah, there's a lot of negative things that are going on, particularly with finances at the moment. But to not be fearful of it, just be aware of it and just adapt your behavior to to prepare for it because you know this we're not saying that you need to be constantly thinking about oh that when is when's the next crash going to be when if you if you're just aware of it that you know there is going to be one in the future just taking little steps each day or each week to ensure that your finances are in check in general will means you'll be able to get through crises like these and and well in some cases like in 2008 but you'll be able to get through those crises if you just take those steps each week, each day, whenever it is. Um, and I think that's really something that I wanted to just preach on this article is the fact that, yeah, there is a there can be a lot of fear associated with finances and in crisis. But if you just take those steps, you, you can definitely uh, alleviate that. And I think, Aaron, you, you kind of agree with that. I completely agree, Rio. So, you know, as an entrepreneur, too, looking at it from that kind of perspective, you can't be afraid of uh, of the unknown, you know. You always have to be able to uh, look beyond and see what, what is currently in front of you and see what you can do with what you have in front of you and then strategize uh, for a path that you can take with what's in front of you, but also being able to strategize in case what you plan doesn't go your way. So, you know, that's a very entrepreneurial mindset to not be afraid of it and just uh, embrace it instead and be able to work around it. Exactly. Now, exactly. talking about embracing it, there <laughs> we go. So now that it's a negative, let's turn it into a positive. Let's not run away from it. So what's this going to happen to the entrepreneur? They're going to embrace it. And what, what has happened? They've learned to take their finances and learn to take and tighten up the belt, learn to audit themselves to find out if there's any wasted money on the spreadsheet. And so in the end of this, it just makes us better 
And so looking at it that way is so positive and thinking, wow, I'm being more efficient through the hardest times. You can come out a winner. Yeah, and that auditing uh, really goes into uh, reflecting. Uh, you know, I talk a lot about being able to grow myself on a personal level, and I think one of the main ways that uh, I grow and I believe everyone else grows is through reflection. And the auditing, in a sense, is you know a business reflection. When you audit your your own finances, you're doing a a personal finance reflection. You know, and you can audit your own personal life and your goals and what you do in that same manner. But but let's face it, it's like putting on another old suit, reaching in the pocket and pulling out a hundred dollar bill that you forgot to spend last time. It makes you feel good. Definitely. It's very true. Very true. And I think that's kind of all we've got time for on uh, on this episode. But definitely, uh, definitely go and check out the article. We posted it uh, yesterday. You can uh, go and find that. Uh, on the website we'll obviously have the link in description so you can go and find it there but definitely go and have a read very informative can really help you um, kind of prepare for and during a crisis like it says so uh, yeah go and check that out Uh, like I said at the start of podcast as well we're there on Facebook Instagram we're now on YouTube so you can go and find this podcast on YouTube as well if you want to see our beautiful mugs (laughs) Um, but but, uh, until next time we'll finish as we always do Cheers for now. As always, head over to the Instagram and Facebook at Gen Z Journey, where you can get an inside scoop of what's going on behind the scenes, as well as seeing the exciting guests that are coming on for that week. But above all else, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate all your participation, and we're excited you're on this journey with us. See you next time.